This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. What up, ladies and gentlemen? It's going down real big. Episode number one six sixteen, <laughs> baby. I hate you the homies count. podcast. I'm you Rock Easy. It's your first homie, Griff, and we getting our grown 16 on. How about that? Who was a grown 16? Sweet 16, baby. And it's your boy, Super Dave. But guess what? We don't, we don't care. care. <laughs> All right, man. It's going to get good this week, man. We're going to talk about the Duke volleyball player that allegedly got called the N-word. You know what I'm saying? A lot of updated stories about if that was true or not. Can't wait to get into that. We got the NFL Top 100 Players of 2022. Homies, movies I could watch anytime. So we're going to tell you guys our top five movies that we can watch over and over and over again. And then, hot off the press, literally just came through. College football playoffs expanding from four teams up to 12 teams in 2026. Let's get it popping, baby. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag, cause all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you gotta say now? Check the facts, don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport, make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's cowboys. Always controversial, grip call up, plays no rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And Griff be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. All right, guys, man, it is. Let's get it popping. We're going to talk about the dude volleyball player, Rachel Richardson out of Fort Worth, Texas. She's the only black starting player for the Duke volleyball uh, team and uh, they were playing against BYU Brigham Young who by the way less than one percent of African-Americans attend that school I didn't know it was that low a percent less than I didn't know 1%. it was that low even though Duke only got one percent <laughs> less than one percent bro <laughs> no ladies and gentlemen let me give you a proper visual you have 100 marbles you take one marble out you try yeah. to break that marble in half because it's glass, so it won't be easy. <laughs> the little chips that come off the marble, that's all the black people would do. Yeah, that, that's Rachel Richardson right there, one of those chips. <laughs> do you know how good she got to be in volleyball to be the chip out of all the marbles? I'm a fan, automatically. The starting so, chip. The starting yeah. chip. So the snapshot of the story is every time she was served, Somebody in the audience will yell out the N-word to distract her. Now, this alleged person was kicked out, banned from attending any BYU sporting events or any events, period, on campus, period, moving forward. Uh, But now, you know, there's been some new news and some updated news that this didn't never, never happen. So let's get into it. Uh, This This is the reason why. 
this story came out last Saturday. And this is the reason why I didn't want to talk about it because I think we rushed to judgment on, and I, I, I was hoping that the person didn't say, of course, they said the racial slur. So we got, we got to say it's the N word. We'll just go with the N word. Right. If he, if he actually said the N word during that time, Yes, it's something to get mad about. It's something to go crazy over. But I wanted to hear the entire story because what the media does, the mainstream media, they attack a story. You got to go and dig and find out what's really going on. I think that's what we're finding out now, that all the stuff wasn't legit. I mean, out of all those people, they had 5,500 people at a volleyball game. That's impressive already. At a, at a volleyball game, 5,500 people, but no one in that crowd with social media going on the way it is, the way we carry our phones around, nobody Talk picked that up person every time doing it. At least after the third time, going, let me put my camera. Let me, because that guy is a exactly. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, whoever. You're gonna make a move to your phone because you're gonna record it. And where will you see that stuff? So oh, pretty much what you're saying you could is, walk down because if you was the other, if you was the father of the chip that was out there, you had to just make sure you get him on tape, because a father is not going to let you say anything about his daughter. And for reals, I'm and 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 how about how about let's play it both ways, the girl telling the truth. All white people need to let it be known. Just let it be known to your great, great grandkids and the ones they have and the mulatto ones and all of them. Y'all can't use the N word. I not know the fact, the fact that the fact that we tell y'all with so much conviction and passion, it just made you want to say it a little bit, but understand its consequences for it. It's consequences for it. Myself, it? Super Dave. Oh, well, good. I'm going to just tell you about me. No white person is saying the N-word around me without getting pushed to the ground. Try me. How about Listen. that? And my the kids reason I said and I and I date out my race and try me, though. I don't care how cool we is. Try me. Now, if, if she's lying or if who... Who said it? That's the question. Did she hear the person? Is it a rumor that somebody said it? Rock. What? She's the only one. She's the only person. She said she she pulled aside a close friend on the team, and also they went over to the their head coach, told them, and then all of a sudden they put a um, a, a security guard over there in that area to see what was going on. If that person was ever even uttering the word the n word. That person would not be in there. If if a security guard was right there, everybody in that place can't be racist. All right, so let me say this. You know, everybody. If this is not true, and she thought she heard the N word over and over again, right? This reminds me of an episode with the Colorado Rockies baseball team. The name of their mascot is Dinger. Okay, and a fan was yelling out Dinger trying to get the mascot's attention during the game. He kept saying, Dinger, Dinger, like, hey, Dinger, while a black player on the other team was at the plate hitting. So a big story came out. Everyone thought this dude was saying the N-word to the hitter, trying to distract him. But he was really okay. calling the mascot's name Dinger. So when you're yelling out, Dinger, Dinger, it could be mistaken for the N-word.
So I'm not saying she heard if you're something. dyslexic. If your ears is dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> so if this you, is if you hear upside down, right. it could be mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Five thousand people, and she said she heard this this voice say N-word. Well, she didn't hear it. Just go, just go ahead and admit it. She didn't hear that damn word. Don't I don't do know. That. I wasn't there, so I can't admit nothing, bro. Okay. 5,500 people in the, in the arena and no one heard him, even the people next to him. So, okay. Some of these people. Okay, okay yeah, so went, why went, would why would she through. why would she just make it up if she didn't I, think she heard something? I don't know what what these kids today, I don't know why they do things. They're different from us. I mean, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to not to cut you off. OG. let's go back to the 100 marbles, the half a marble, the little (laughs) smear of a chip that come off one when you try to split it. Why would she jeopardize everything that she obviously been going through her entire chip of a marble half life to on this day today right now? You understand me? So who really said it? That's the question. Who started this rumor that no one apparently else heard this thing? Well, no, she didn't. The the best part about this thing, she didn't tweet it out. It was her godmother who tweeted it out. Who's oh they playing? Oh they playing? They playing? Who's trying to be a politician? Maybe looking for some votes out there. Mm. Oh, I mean, this is big down in the story, man. Yeah, this this is uh, we gonna we just have to continue to follow the story, bro. But so the, so the auntie or the the godmom is risking her whole college, everything, and her fame because she's trying to live vicariously through the god baby. I'm just putting it out there. She's trying uh, to be a politician. So boo. So my whole thing like about, about this is. When you, when you look at the N-word, we get mad about other people using the N-word, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if somebody did say that at that particular game, I mean, she listened to Cardi B. She listened to Nicki Minaj. She listened to Fat Joe. I can go down the list of rappers that, that uh, Eminem, who's used the N-word, we don't get up tight. Eminem ain't used, used the N-word on nothing. Yeah, when you, what, what song is that, bro? And I would love to hear that song. All the black people that's not black out there. So hold on. The N-word. You just put it out there. You just told a fib on Eminem. You just people like fib, you that these kind of stories hit the press. <laughs> right. You, man, you're guilty of doing what just what we're talking about right now. <laughs> right. Am I wrong about Cardi B? Am I wrong about Cardi B? Don't try to clean it up, man. That don't have nothing to do with. No, don't talk about Eminem, dog. Keep Eminem name out your mouth. How about that? If we didn't just correct you, the whole world would have been talking about Somebody would have accidentally. I hate the homie podcast said that Eminem used the N-word all the time. And if he did, listen, if he does, I'd like to know what song it is. Okay. But the bottom bottom line is, if we're going to get up tight and go crazy over... Over that so, one person. So you don't care if a white person call you a a, a, a Negro unproperly? You would be okay with it? Because you kind of sounded like you, why we making no, a big I'm not, deal? No, I'm, not take, I'm not taking up for it, but I'm saying we're using the word, I mean, we use the word too much. I'm saying don't use the word at all. If we get mad at somebody else, some white people using it, why are we using it? That's I what agree I'm with saying. that. 
I agree with that. We 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 do need to chill. We do need to chill on that for real. Yeah, yeah. Because we we go around all day and all day, all night, and we got white people around us. When we talking to each other, we'll go, "What's up, N word?" or "What's up?" You're right. You're right. I'm with you. You're right. Like they feel like they can be comfortable with that because we we don't we don't respect the word. We disrespect the word. We shouldn't be saying it at all. And I know I say it. I know I say it. Yeah, I say it too. And I also say what I said earlier. No white person better not say it around me or you're going to lay down. Well, I agree. I agree well, with you. You're going to lay down. Out of, the three, out of the three omies here, I guess I'm the only one that does not say it. Like, for real, though, I don't. In word, please. I don't In say word, it. please. I, don't I, say I was it. about to call you one. I, had I don't to. say it. Ask my wife. Oh, really? Ask anybody. I don't say it. You no. never use it, rock? No, I, I say Negro. I like Negro, please. That's, that's about okay. as close as I, I get guess. to it. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So speaking of respect, I use it. So speaking of respect, can we get into the college football playoffs extending to 12 games? Can we do that, please? Let's let's bring on our first guest, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 16. It's a very special episode. So today, our first guest is an University of Georgia alum. Not only did he go to the school, he played football for the school on Saturdays. The when when George Foster was at the University of Georgia, Georgia had the best line in the country, and that wasn't just Griff's saying that. That really happened. He then got drafted by the Denver Broncos. Boo to their whole franchise, he know. And then he so went where? Then he went where? Then played years there. Then and went then to Detroit. Suffered. And suffered. Suffered. The Lions. That got to be Detroit. Come on, baby. For the Lions. Now <laughs> it was the year the Lions. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't going too that far. Ain't the point. The point <laughs> is, any man in America would. Pay to trade places with any dude in the NFL on a Sunday, and you did it. A great father, a man of God, and one of my closest friends. I hate the homies. One of my homies, George Foster. What's up, G? What's happening, y'all? I'm in the mix with y'all today, man. What's good? Hey, man, we ain't going. Listen, I was born. Tell him, Rock. I was born in Detroit. I'm a Detroit Lion at heart. I was raised in Dallas. So I'm a cowboy fan as well. So I'm a cow lion. People ask me like, yo, who you like? So I wrote, those are my two teams. But the 0-16 team, man, I hate bringing it up because people bring it up to me all the time and they be clowning me about it. Uh, you was part of that. What was it like yeah. from, okay, by the time y'all was about 0-8, 0-9, like, hey. what was it hey, like listen, the rest listen. of the way? <laughs> it's fun. it's fun. Nobody ever asked for that perspective before. And I got a funny story that kind of ties it to that perspective. So around that time, you know, you know, you radio heads, you know, uh, Jeezy had the song I put on when Kanye West. I put on for the city. I put on for my city. Like, yeah. that's what we used to come out to. We used to come out to that. <laughs> and so around week eight, <laughs> we, we go to run out of that tunnel. And it was like some Nickelback playing or something. I was like, God, <laughs> man, they, 
they figured out that we do not put on for the city. They said, no, y'all, yeah, y'all don't deserve this Jeezy. Yeah, y'all don't hey, deserve Jeezy. this Jeezy. No, what happened, George, Jeezy, Jeezy called Detroit Lions and say, quit playing my song. <laughs> They're not putting on for the city. Like, that hey, the city was real. not oh. the city was not pleased with the front lines that year. But man, let, let me tell you something, man. We can you imagine not when you when you not winning games at all, you trying your hardest not to beat that team to lose every game. So we were playing hard. We were playing hard as hell. We like we was going out there. We was trying to not beat that team. So it wasn't like we was going out there being a bunch of slappies every Saturday, every Sunday. We just weren't good. Our defense, we couldn't stop a nosebleed. Like so, it's just it was just like that. But we was trying, man. We was trying. Like it was um, but it was definitely was uh not something that I'm proud of. <laughs> so so George was. But that you know what? what I lowest, feel like was that the lowest moment I feel for like you? you just say it. I, I feel like you should say with your chest down, then ask whoever asking you, did you play? Did you ever try out for a camp? Would you ever invite <laughs> to ever go to 32 teams and then say, we heard from somebody that heard that heard that listen, you was that switch? We, 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 we was trash, bro. I can't get mad about being trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We was, we was trash. Hey, that, whose fault, huh? fault was it, dog, for real, dog? For real, legit, 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 and I hate to say this because you know they had some of my dogs over there. We just couldn't stop anybody. We couldn't stop anybody. Now offense, we weren't great, but defense, it was like statistically one of the worst. You know what I mean? So like, if you can't play defense, you can't play a defense in NFL. Like, you, like you, you ain't got no shot. You know what I'm saying? You so got to have well, a here. tremendous offense. What you saying? George always said that defense win championships. So you've been in the NFL. You played mm-hmm. the game. You hear what the league is trying to do now offensively where quarterbacks can stay until they're 40, 45 years old, wide receivers <laughs> can play for a long time. But when you look at defense in the end, they're trying to hold back the defense. But in the end, defense win championships, right? I'm, I'm somewhat biased as an offensive player, but defense, gotta you got to be able to stop somebody. And as, as potent as some of these offenses are nowadays, it uh, it would do you very well to have a competent defense. Now, of course, Man. both sides, both sides, both sides can both sides, you know, are responsible for winning. Like if, if you don't score, you don't win either. You know what I mean? Zero, zero. You know, that's not a win, not a loss, but it's not a win either. You know what I mean? So, uh, so uh, yeah, but defense. Is imperative nowadays. Like my, you know, we might get around to it. I don't know what the rundown is, you know, fully. But like you take my Georgia Bulldogs last year, that was probably the best defense I've ever seen. And and not un, un and I'm, I'm talking unbiasedly speaking, that's the best college defense I've ever seen, with the exception of the SEC championship. And we revenged that, you know, in the in the national championship um, event versus Alabama. I never seen a team choke out people like like that, you know, that did much. Did you see you know what, what I mean? they, they did to Michigan? Like they was the sorriest yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, they treated them very offense, bad. The number one <laughs> offense in the whole country, and they was disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. So defense like defense, like like 
defense, like, not offense. I, I won't disrespect Georgia's offense like that. They put up a lot of points. I can't lie. They did put up a lot of points, but that defense was something terrible, something nasty. George, you know what I mean? George, so, but let, to that to that effect, I think you're right. Let's let's go right into you playing at the University of Georgia. So, in high school, was you just the best the best tackle? I know you from Macon, Georgia, Middle Georgia. Did was you just a big giant dude who everybody was like, was man, just, y'all see? I was just a I was just a big kid that liked to play sports. You know, all of them, and I happened to be, you know, I happened to happen to can run and jump. Had long arms, you know what I mean. I was a steady product. I was not a super. I was not a superstar in high school. Did I make all state? Yeah. Did I make all city? Yeah. I wasn't an all American. I wasn't in these parade all American. You know, I was making middle George. I was making Telegraph Sweet Sixteen with a whole lot of bunch of really good guys that were much better than me. But I was a. Uh, I look at myself in retrospect as a work in progress and like. A lot of potential that you know I fulfilled to for the most part. That's well, speaking of potential. Speaking of potential, mm-hmm. you know the college football playoffs are expanding from four teams to twelve teams. Crap. And That's this, crazy. in my opinion, this is potentially <laughs> an amazing change. I love it. Now, now Griff gonna say eight would have been perfect, but the reason why I like the 12 teams is because there's more Cincinnati's out there. There's more Cinderella teams out there, and anybody can be beat on any given day. So I love the underdog, the David versus Goliath, shaking up the playoffs a little bit. Imagine Alabama playing uh, TCU in a playoff game, and TCU just happened to get hot that doggone day, and Alabama have nine turnovers, and TCU upsets Alabama. That's a great story. I'm excited about this 12-team uh, college football playoffs. It's a great story, so, but then TCU meets Oklahoma. We're going to let you go last, George, because I really want to hear with you somebody who played in the SEC, somebody who every Saturday had to see somebody, and now you might get to play Appalachian State or Wyoming. Come on. Done, I hate it. Come I on. hate it. I, I love it. First of all, love four, it. four was was good, but I also I, I felt always felt the way about like number five, number six. So I like eight. I like eight because number one should play number eight. If you that sweet, you should have no problem with playing the number eighteen in the country. Now twelve mean number one play twelve. That means. Alabama gonna have to play South Carolina State. And what was that? I just got a question. I know you, I'm going last, just so I can formulate my thoughts. Did they tell the format of everything yet? No, we haven't. It's somebody, somebody getting to buy. You yeah, know what I mean? One might not have to play twelve. That's a good point. You know so I mean? at the at the point at the at this time of this airing this podcast. This is all we know. So we haven't we haven't dove deep right. into the parameters of everything yet. That's a good that's, think, that does make that that make me feel better with what you just said though, George. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, uh Sue. Even with the bye week, if that is some if that somehow happened for the number one, number two team in the country, I would have I would have been fine with six yet, with six teams going in. I think right now they're being greedy. It's all about money. At the end of the day, they know how much how much money they can make from twelve teams 
being <laughs> okay. It's, that, that's just cut the it's about money. But for me, I would state to go <laughs> exactly. But at the end of the day, give me six teams, the six best teams in college football, and they go head to head. Four was fine, but I think after you go from six to eight, I would be fine with eight. But after eight, I think you just watering down college football, and I don't want to see that. I want to see the four or six best teams go head to head against each other during the month of December. Go ahead, George. Go ahead, George. I want to hear what you got to say. George Foster. I'm a avid football fan. So if they want to do 52 teams, I don't care. I'm gonna watch all of them. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I, it's just it's more football. You know what I mean? And they're gonna pump it up. They're gonna make it. They're gonna put some fanfare behind it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good product. You know what I mean? There's gonna be produced well. Somebody might get their backs blown out. <laughs> like, that's what that's you know, but that's what you like. They get their backs blown out with the four team. Michigan got their back blew out. Cincinnati got their back blew out last year. Come like, on, man. What's the, you know what I mean? So like, just might as well. If you want to make some more money, hey, I'm all for it. We get to watch some more football. And uh, but I disagree with you know who was it? Was it Dave or was or was it Rocks? We talking about you know there are more Cincinnati's out there. That was, was good. That, was that, now that I agree, disagree with. <laughs> All the Cincinnati will get their butt toe out the frame. <laughs> like, like it's, it's just like football is different. There, there, there's no Wichita State's basketball team. Like, there's no, you know, who's who made like who's been making it like far basketball Butler. like mid majors. Ain't, ain't no mid majors in football. Mid majors get stomped in the ground in football. Easy. Like it's, it's a guarantee because because football. It's heavily predicated on talent. I know that sounds like duh, but the teams, it's unfortunate, but the same five teams are going to have a shot at the, at the uh, title every year. Maybe right. five to seven. It's going to be like that forever. And it's not fair, but it is what it is because players, by and large, make college football. In the NFL, everybody's good. So, yes, the you know, the 0-16 team, they didn't go in and won 16 the next year. They beat somebody. They probably didn't, they probably didn't win a lot of games. You know, so I went there, but they probably beat, and I'm pretty sure they beat somebody the next year because everyone's talented. And in college football, not everyone's talented. Like the, the team with all them five stars, they're gonna win the majority of their games. I'm willing to I'm willing to test that theory just a little bit, George, because at one point in time, there's a certain college football team that was considered a mid-major. And they went on to, be, to to build a powerhouse, and that would be Clemson. Would you agree or disagree? No, Clemson out of mid major. You got to look. Like Clemson had refrigerator Perry, and like like Clemson always been, Clemson always been part like the standard. Like so, it's not. It's like when I talk about mid majors, I'm talking about you know you got teams like Marshall. A, let me see Valparaiso going deep in the in the playoffs, like in 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 the in the in the uh, in the in the uh, March Madness. Right. Yeah. Like it don't, that don't happen in football. Like UMass not going nowhere in football. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Appalachian State. Yeah, App State beat. I'm sorry, Griff. Yeah, they whooped up on Michigan that year. I'm but they not. That's that's rare. Rare. But, but that's you, my and, point. And they, that's my point, George. It's rare, but it happened on any given day. It could happen, and that's what could make this 12 team. But that's the thing. They beat a Michigan team that wasn't that good. 
they be the named Michigan team. If they meet a Michigan that's in the playoffs, they gonna get stumped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm I'm, hey, hey, George, I'm willing to hey, watch and find out. Hey George, George, wait a minute. Did you who beat Alabama? I never lost to Bama. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Bama, Bama, Nick Saban is. Never lost, dog? How Nick, many years? Nick, we didn't play him but one, but after I left, they played him a few times and they beat him. It goes, they're, sometimes they're cycles, you know what I mean? But when you got the juggernaut going, it's it's, very, it's hard to see Bama not being good for forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless they just drop off recruiting. So, Unless so they just George, drop off, and I don't know how you drop off. So, George, do you have a problem with the college football I guess the the top twenty five before the season even starts, they they put the poll out of where Georgia was because they put Georgia number three. They got Alabama mm-hmm. number one, Ohio State mm-hmm. number two. The team that just won a national championship is number wow. three. What's your opinion mm-hmm. about that? At first, I was like, what, like what's what's going on? But you got to understand, Georgia in the NFL draft last year, Georgia set a record. It had sixteen players drafted. That's the most for any college in the history of the NFL draft. When you, when you lose that much talent, you know, the people who make these, you know, lists and, and polls and everything, they're going to count that. They're going to say, how how, how how are they going to replace all of that talent? You know what I mean? And kind of, that's an unknown. That is an, un, that is an unknown. So, you know, three, three, all that matter is, you know, what you where you at in the end. Why? I just believe that Utah is going to go to the swamp, dog, and get lifted them boys gonna be wearing gold chains on the side and everything else <laughs> you you all ain't ready for that you all don't want that smoke talk <laughs> see, i think you talk i think i think you a mud hole listen see i see i'm liking george man because i i root i root for the underdog i root for now look it don't always work they're out they're not an underdog underdogs. though they're not an underdog you better look at the rankings Right, right. See, <laughs> but see, when you when you when you think about the SEC and any other team that's not in the SEC, they're gonna be yeah. considered an underdog just because of that theory, just because of that. Yeah. And, it, and it has nothing to do yeah. with what's happening on the field. It's because of the image of the SEC right. versus anybody that's not in it. They're gonna already be the underdogs. So that's what I mean by that. But it, you're right. Just what Utah did last year. That's that's the reason. You know what I mean? Utah lineup. And 13 personnel, there's one running back, three tight ends, and they just shove it down your throat. They just that's what they do. That's that's their MO. I don't know. Like now, Florida, Florida gonna have more talent than most just off GP. Just they gonna they gonna jump off the porch with talent. But right. they haven't built it back up to the Florida standard just yet. And they got a new coach. You gotta see what this coach is about, what the staff is about. Um, I, I don't I'm pretty sure I don't know much about I don't keep up with lines and and the bets and all that, but I wouldn't think that Florida would be the favorite. I'm I'm not I could be wrong, but I don't if I had to guess they wouldn't be the favorite, just depending on how the seasons ended for both teams. And Utah beat right. Utah beat up last year. Did they beat up they, they, they was in the Rose Bowl or something? They went to the Rose Bowl. Um and they beat somebody really somebody good really bad last year so well um, ohio state go to the road oh was it ohio state it was ohio state so, but, uh, utah got a good program and they really always have you know what i mean back back into back with the urban meyer day you know what i mean utah utah always been solid alex smith you know what i mean they go back 
far as far as being a solid program. Right. So we're we gonna see, man. It's gonna be hot as fish breeze down there in, in the swamp, though. <laughs> I tell you that. I much. remember Ohio State won that game forty-eight to forty-five, but they was losing most of the game, and then Ohio State came. But who? Back. But who? But who did Utah beat though last year? They beat somebody really bad. Big game that made them. They got them. Uh, uh-huh. I can't remember. What do you Hold think on. about USC? You think USC going with this new quarterback boy from Oklahoma and this coach? You think USC just going disrespect UCLA and Stanford and all them like that? Oregon and all them dogs? They they getting they getting what they getting is you never know it might work out there in the Pac twelve. They getting a lot of offensive talent out there just off the strength of Lincoln Riley's name. He put up a lot of points, a lot of stats at Oklahoma. And he's got these them boys want that. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get the best receivers, they're gonna get the best quarterbacks. But when it boils down to playing that ball ball, it's the trenches. That's where it matters. You know what I mean? When it when it comes down to the last four teams in the country, it's who is who a dog in the trenches. And that's what happened in the playoffs last year. The two teams that won the trenches, went on to the national championship. Mm-hmm. USC has to build in the trenches along with all that offense that they recruit. All right, so, so George, you can you can definitely uh, continue to hang out with us, man. We're going to shift gears and talk about yeah. the homies of top five movies that we can watch over and over and over again. Uh, Super Dave, we're going to let you go first, man. What is your top five movies that you can never get tired of and always watch over and over again? Don't laugh at any of my movies, man. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't tell Don't us true. what to do. I'm a big, I'm a big Star Wars fan. Oh but no, we ain't gonna laugh at that. The the one Star Wars movie I can watch over and over again is it, it'll be it'll come out over the weekend on Labor Day weekend. But The Empire Strikes Back, my that kids was- go crazy. I have them doing lines from the movie, especially when Darth Vader tells Luke, "What? <laughs> I'm your father." Hey. Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, Jedi are the top two of the Star Wars series, period. Those two. The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, the Dark Knight. Not the Dark Knight, not the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger as the Joker. That was yeah. the best Batman I've ever seen. I can watch that anytime. Denzel Washington in Equalize. Like the first one. When that comes on, takes my breath away each and every time. Rocky Four. I mean, can't go wrong with Drago. Yes, He's fighting the Russia, the big Russia. Those are good. And then my favorite song on there is no <laughs> Way Out. And then my last one, Grease 2. You can't beat <laughs> Grease 2. Whenever that comes on, I get all of my emotions and my feelings, and I'm watching Grease 2 and listen to every song that's coming out. Hold on, dog. Hold on. Let me be honest. I don't even Hold remember on, Grease. Dog. Like, what's Grease 2? Grease 2. Grease 2. Grease 2. <laughs> this might as well be belly too. <laughs> Why? What are we talking about? He said I not Grease like One. Grease. Like I didn't two. like Grease One. I didn't Why like Grease One. One. Grease no. Two. Grease Two. Who is that? Grease Two. Steve Steve Martin. What? What is it? Was it? Olivia <laughs> and, John, and John Travolta was in Grease One, right? Yeah, John Travolta was in Grease One. Right. And, and, and Olivia Newton. Michelle Fiber in Greece too. Okay, okay. It was a bunch of backups. It was awful. <laughs> Did you see it? But guess what? Them is your movies, dog. We not judge. This is not judging. Right. We judging with them. Yours. Them yours. Yeah. Really judging. I like. I like that you can watch Greece too when it's on, dog. You would have been a really yeah. popular fake Fonzie. What about yours? <laughs> <laughs> 
man. What about yours, uh, Rock T? Let me hear. Man, I'm going uh, Dumb and Dumber. The first one, of course, Dumb and Dumber. That's an, that's an amazing movie. Man, come on now. Laughing <laughs> just thinking about it, y'all. Come on, bro. an amazing movie. They normally don't pick up hitchhikers, but uh, I feel pretty good about this. Settle up, partner. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colombiana. Oh, my goodness. It's probably one of the coldest uh, fight like movies. That. Off the chain, man. It's something about a chick fighting. You know what I mean? Uh, the I'm Avengers. Nope. The Avengers. Like, all day long. I'm an Incredible Hulk fan. And uh, when they bring them all together and they come fight, I love it. Uh, Breaking one. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for that. Breaking one. Not two. Breaking one. The first one. Even though the acting is horrible, I it love that terrible. movie. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I love it, man. I was a break dancer back in the day, so there you go. And my fifth watched, movie, go ahead. Fifth movie, funniest of all time. It's hard to top it. I can't believe he tried to make a part two. Coming to America. Yeah, them is all. That's that's a great list. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an awesome list. George, you should be hmm. writing yours down too because we hey, want to hey. know. Um, hey, hey I, I got an idea. George, just go and put Grease 2 on there. Just go and put Grease 2. No, I'm not going to put Grease 2. Go ahead, so Griff. I like, oh, we're going to let Griff go. Yeah, let go me ahead. go. And then I'll let you go. Yeah, you the guest, homie. You just, okay. we, we just want to talk to you because you hella cool, let me, though. Let me, My, let me see if I got go, let, me, let me do it the proper way. My number five, my number four, this uh, Coco. I saw it in the movie theater. In all Spanish with American subtitles, and I am a fan. That's a big Coco. Uh, the animation uh, movie dedicated to all the essays. Coco. My third one, and one of my favorite movies in the whole world, is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson. That uh, Jack Nicholson got his first Oscar because of that movie, and we read that book when I was growing up. Number two is Moana. You're welcome. <laughs> I, mean, I love Moana, dog. Right. And my number one movie, my number one movie I could watch anytime and rewind it if I missed it is Remember the Titans. That's I a good movie. That's, That's a good a movie. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Go ahead. And I, did, I, did, I, did, I did some camps at that school before. Hey, Griff, you was breaking up. So what was oh. your number five again? Remember? Oh, my number five. Grease the two. Matrix, any of them. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> All right, George, it's on you, bud. Yeah. Hey, man, in no, in no particular order, gotta love Harlem Nights. I can't believe none of y'all said that one. That is like, that's, yeah. that's, that's instant. That's instant. And I bet y'all watch it anytime it's on TV. If you come on, you're gonna watch it. I promise you. You absolutely. Ain't nobody, none of y'all, and none of y'all flip the channel. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta go with Rock T. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the second one, Coming to America. I wasn't mad at it at all. I, 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 I liked the story. It was cool. It was still funny. I knew some people in it. You know, it's cool, it cool to see people that, cool people that you know, get a shot at the screen, you know, so it was cool. I liked it. Life. Hilarious movie. A lot of star power. You know what I'm saying? The late, great Henry D. All about a tune day. Eddie and Martin, 
You know what I mean? What's my man? He passed. You're going to eat your Congrey, Gold Mouth. You know, yeah. Volcane Woodbine. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. like, man, it was, it was, you know, that was a great movie, man. Bernie uh, Mac. My favorite. Bernie Mac. Man, come on, man. Guy Tory. You know what I mean? Yes, so, sir. Like, you know what I mean? Who, what was the Anthony Anderson? Such a mouth in your fat ass, boy. <laughs> uh, Anthony Anderson was in there. You know what I mean? You said you want uh, you want a man. You know, he's 60 something. Oh, that's not the subject. That's I crazy. He looked like a young man. man. What's his name? Yeah. It's Spanish. Miguel Spanish, Nunez. Right? Nunez. Yes, sir. Nunez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nunez. He's 60 something. Like, wow. Yeah, um, right. Next, my favorite, my four, four in different. In no particular order, this is my fourth one. My favorite Christmas movie of all time ever. I will watch it 60 times in a row. Elf. Will Ferrell Elf. is my guy. In that. Elf. Yes. That's, Elf. One, that's, that's, that's one of my favorite movies, generally. That's hilarious. How are you? <laughs> hey. Hey, what did he say? Santa. I know him. <laughs> hey, what he got on that on escalator and went into them splits? <laughs> Good. Hey, uh, hey, he know how to go up the escalator. Oh, that movie is hilarious. My, my man didn't know how to go up the escalator. That was wild. <laughs> yeah, that's a wonderful and, uh, movie, dog. And I'll tell you, my last one, some movie I used to watch. I got my, you know, I was a rookie. I got my house in Denver. I had, like, one piece of furniture. I had a love seat. I had a big old TV and a DVD player. And I used to watch Finding Nemo. All the time. <laughs> yeah. I love a good animation film, man. I ain't gonna lie. All the time. Finding find find Nemo was my jam. Hey, we you got. I, 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 if y'all don't mind, I want to do five quick honorable mentions. Okay, starting with the animation. Ah, uh, I just went blank that fast. Um, Jesus. Uh, no, the, with Eddie Murphy and um Michael Moore's with the freaking green guy. <laughs> Animated film. Know. Come on, man. Animated. Yes. With Eddie Murphy? Yes, he's the donkey. Oh, oh, Shrek. oh, oh Shrek. 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 There you go. Shrek, Shrek one. Shrek one. Then we got yeah. Scarface. I can't believe none of us said Scarface without Pacino. Scarface cool. Uh Friday, the first one. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Friday when, when George was talking. I was like, I wonder if it's gonna be Friday. And then, and then yeah, Will Smith's Ali and Malcolm X. Very good. Very good. I'm just, yeah, a, I'm just a point. real, I'm a real movie dude. Like I watched the producers on the DVD talk about talk over the whole movie with like some of the actors. Like I care about the the shots, how they cut the day. Oh, this shot right here, we ain't had no gas, and we had to. Like I love every single thing that has. I like the key grips. Talking about we ran out of. I love. Sin- Cinema. I'm a I'm a I'm a cinephile and I can watch all movies over and over again for real. Spec anything that won a uh uh Oscar. I'm every year I find out who was nominated for the Oscars and I watch all the movies. Sometimes it'd be in the last two movies right before the Oscars start on Sunday. But I Greece but, but I watch I watch Greece. <laughs> I watch <laughs> no man. Grease 2 was in the trash can where Oscar the Grouch. And they won everything. <laughs> so what look here, man. Yeah, <laughs> Grease 2 was in the, in the trash can with Oscar the Grouch. This is the only Oscar 
Grease 2 is associated with. <laughs> On that note, hey, man, George, <laughs> we appreciate you joining us this week. Uh, before we go, though, at the point of this time, uh, at this moment, we got to shout out to our sister, Serena Williams. Uh, at this time, she's getting ready to Baller. get on the court for the third round of the U.S. Open. The next time y'all talk to us, we're going to find out if she won that whole thing or not. But uh, the way she's playing right now, oh, my goodness. She already knocked Listen, out the number dog. two player in the country. Listen, right. the way she mopped up number two, dog, without. And then at the end, they was like, did you have any difficulty? She said, what'd you say? I'm Serena. Yeah, she's like, she like yeah. she said, are you, she did you surprise yourself? Yeah, she made the she wanted to, She wanted to say, she, you know what she wanted to say. Did y'all hear what she said after, that, after, that, after that, that number two person? Did y'all hear what she said? She said the one thing that calmed her down, that got her ready for that match, was watching Grease 2. She watched that and got her ready for what she was doing. <laughs> I don't know what she was watching. Man, let me get out of here, man. You can you job. You, you on that you uh, on that job. <laughs> George, man, cool. anybody you want to shout out to, you can put your social media out there. If you got some projects going on, go ahead and share it to hey, me. I'm, I'm George Foster 72 on everything. Yeah. I ain't got much going on, but being a, a, the de- best dad I could be, um, I got the 100 Sanford podcast. UGA content. We talk we heavy on the football right now. Uh, 100 Sanford podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts that we'd be on there talking about. Uh, go back and check out the last episode from um, earlier this week. We talked about the Oregon-Georgia matchup that's in uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium this weekend. I might be Boy, around there. Some of the up, hey, they're going to get blessed. They're going to get blessed. <laughs> we're going ba- we're gonna, to we're gonna baptize them a little bit, get a little, get their bless on. But, hey, it's all good. You know, we're the defending champs. You, you might get blessed again to defend the champ. There it is, man. Who the George and George Foster 72, y'all, on everything. And we'll put them all, everything that got to do with this whole episode. Yes, sir. And George, who's the best person on defense for this University of Georgia team, dog? Uh, probably Jalen Carter, number 88, the defensive tackle. Mm. He's probably going to be a top 10 pick in next year's draft. There it is. You also got you got Keely Ringo too at cornerback. He sealed the deal versus Alabama last year with an interception return. Those are probably the top two guys over there. Mm, nice. Appreciate you, man. Love you. Say hi to all the kids for me. What show, man? Y'all be good. Hey, Thanks, make sure man. y'all continue to, to follow, subscribe, download all that good stuff, man. Continue to do five-star reviews. We appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening to I Hate the Homies podcast every week. I'm Rock TZ. It's your boy Griff, man, the first homie, and I hate the homies. And it's your boy Super Day watching Grease 2 this weekend, seeing Michelle Pfeiffer go, cool hoo hoo rider. I want a cool hoo hoo rider. Where y'all laughing at? We don't care. Sing me some more of the song, dog. No, nah, I'm not even going to stick around for O-O-C. that, man. O-O-L. I'm out of here. R-I-D-E-R. I want a cool, cool, cool rider. A cool, 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 cool rider. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> Stop the podcast, dog. <laughs> I stopped it. We done. Stop the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the homies.
I Hate the Homies is an Urban One Incorporated and Reach Media production hosted by myself, Griff, Rock T, and that nut, Super Dave. Follow I Hate the Homies on all social media at I Hate the Homies. Executive produced by your boy, Arlen Griff Griffin. Whole name, shout out. Supervisory producer, Kobe Cove, Tyner. Sales and corporate partnerships, Josh Romani, Kadisha Campbell, and Pamela Summers. Digital marketing, J.R. Davis, what your bears gonna do, and Tim Hall. Thank you for listening to I Hate the Homies podcast, and please tell a friend to tell a friend.